Welcome, hola, what's good? Hey, y'all, hey. You are tuned in to Circle Up with Amanda Heard. What's good, y'all? As you know, we are in the Suited for Battle mini series. I'm so excited about this series because I feel as though I get to dive deep and do a little teaching. And so one thing that I love, I love to be able to just to go a little deeper in the Word of God. I like to be able to bring the Word of God to life, not only for myself, but for those that I'm connected to. And so um, just a few weeks ago, I preached a beautiful message on being suited for battle to win the war. And it was wrapped all around um, the letter that Apostle Paul wrote towards the end when he reminded us of how to be fully dressed in the armor of God and the importance in that so that we can win these battles against the schemes and deceits of the enemy. And so these um, last few weeks, I have just had so much teaching on a lot of the points that I made in the message that I didn't have time to get out during the sermon. And so that is why I am so excited because I have time, opportunity, and just so much to be able to pour into you guys and just be able to reflect even for myself the importance of being suited for battle. So today, this episode is called Masquerade Victories, and it's all about the part that we talked about, Pyrrhic victories. A Pyrrhic victory is a victory that comes for, comes at a great cost, perhaps making the ordeal, such as the trial, the tribulation, the test, or agony to win worth it. So it's pretty much saying everything that you went through in the midst of getting this victory, it was pointless. It was worthless. You lost way more than you gained. You went through with all of what you had and came out with little to nothing. A Pyrrhic victory and a deeper breakdown of that is just simply hollow, worthless, empty, useless, pointless victory. A victory that is meaningless, useless, pointless, fruitless is the one that really impacts me. A fruitless, vain victory. The word Pyrrhic is spelled P-Y-R-R-H-I-C and it's pronounced Pyrrhic, like P-ear as in the ear you hear with Rick in the name. So Pyrrhic, Pyrrhic victory. I don't know about you guys, but many, many, many times in my life I have witnessed Pyrrhic victories. I have testified to Pyrrhic victories. I have came across so many of these challenges or battles that I deal with on a day-to-day basis. And when I got tired, when I began to let up on my faith, when I began to let up on my trust, when I began to let up on the word of God, I found myself in a Pyrrhic victory. And with that being said, that is literally the connection of how to win a wholesome victory. A wholesome victory is a victory that comes with a fruitful victory, with a victory that is full of of, of joy, full of worthwhileness, a a a fullness victory, a fruitful victory is a victory that comes with everything that God promised at the end of your trial, at the end of your situation. And a lot of times we don't get to see these victories because we lack allowing God to be center of the entire thing. We don't allow ourselves the room 
to extend to God, to lead us, to guide us, to protect us, to help us, to let us know what battles to fight and which ones to let go of, to help us know when to shut our mouths and when to speak up, to let us know when it's time to turn the other cheek and when it's time to stand firm. See, a lot of these things come with trust. A lot of these come, a lot of these things come with faith and a lot of these things are found in the word of God. All of this is wrapped around the armor of God because it is literally in the word, the trust and faith that you will find pieces of your armor that will help you get through these things. The armor speaks about the shield of faith. It talks about anything that comes up against that shield, it will not be able to get past. But so many times, because of how long the battle is going on, we give up and bow down, claiming false victories, masquerade victories, coming up, holding our head up high with this beautiful smile and this, this beautiful covering of falsehood we know that when we claim sickness, we know that when we claim on to darkness, we know that when we claim the very things that had us fearful and scared, that we're holding on to a falsehood. We know that there's something wrong with that. We know that deep down inside, we still don't feel right. And we're trying to proclaim something that goes against truth. And so again, that's going against the word of God because the word of God is true. So if the word doesn't speak this death-like road over you, then why would you walk it? Why would you believe in it? Why would you claim it? Why would you go through to claim death? I don't believe that's what we were called to. I choose to believe that these masquerade victories are victories presented to us from the enemy. If you listen to the sermon, I give you just a quick couple examples of how Pyrrhic victories look like to us when our money is running low and we seem to borrow money from another person to pay the borrowed debt that we are in, only to find ourselves joyful in a moment because we no longer have that big debt that was due right then and there. But just to find out moments later that the debt that we have now created is even bigger than the one we originally started in. That is a Pyrrhic victory. That is a victory that the enemy presents us with. Just a, a moment of joy. When God is trying to give us a fullness of joy, he is trying to impact our lives so much that we don't have to dwell in places that don't produce things that are greater than the situation. See, when we come out in victory, we should leave with spoils. Just like when they fought on the battlefield back then, the winner always left with the spoils. And the spoils were all the extra goodness that was left behind from those who are no longer living. Those who are now captivated into the, the, the homes or the house of those who won. So all of the gold, all of the, all of the clothing, all of the food, all of the extra stuff that was left on the battlefield now belongs to the winner. So they fought this battle, they fought this fight, and they won, and they came out with more than what they went in with. Those are the type of victories that we are to win when we are in God. 
And these are the type of victories that we shall win when we are clothed and wrapped in the full armor of God. The armor isn't just a nice piece of clothing to put on so that we look important, but the armor is a unique piece of clothing that is fitted to the individual so that every time they hit the battlefield, the other person, the opponent, the one that they're going against already knows they must bow because this person is clothed and wrapped in the king above all kings. He's clothed and wrapped in the one who wins every single time. Your armor says so much more than the uniqueness that it just looks to be. So it's important, again I say, that we find ourselves fully clothed in the armor of God. I've learned that it's so much easier to give in to these Pyrrhic victories because what makes it easier is when we don't have on pieces of the armor and most of us don't have them on all the time. Most of us can't raise our hand and say we find time throughout every day that our name is called to give God glory, to give God time, to seek his word, to ask him what our assignment is for the day, to just let him know how much we adore and love him. Because in those moments are the moments He will remind us of any loose end that we forgot to put on that morning. He will remind us that there's a place in your mind that hasn't been covered, daughter. There's a place in your mind that hasn't been covered, son. I can tell by the way you came to me in prayer today that something was off. Let me help you fix this area. Let me help you straighten your helmet. There's a way that you came to me, the way your heart was positioned today, that lets me know that something such as worry is resting on your heart. Let me take that from you and give you something that's going to help you get through this day, that's going to help encourage you and uplift you and help your light shine bright enough that anywhere you show up today, they will be able to see me. You know, there's, there's areas like this and situations like this that take place in the moments that we find ourselves isolated away, tucked into God's word, tucked into the presence of God. And when we don't find ourselves in those places, these are the moments where we are lacking in our armor, where we are lacking in the things that we were called to put on. And the more and more we find ourselves pulling away from these experiences, pulling away from these encounters, missing out on these fulfillments, the more and more we lean towards a lack of faith, a lack of trust, a lack of strength, a lack of courage, a lack of word, because all of those things are found in him. It's found in the word. And when we find them, we're able to identify the beauty in them. And when something looks really good to us or when something is that amazing to us as people, we can't help but hold on to it. We can't help but desire it. We can't help but put it on 
When girls see pearls or diamonds or jewelry of that fact, we can't help but desire it. And that's how the word of God is. That is how the moment sucked away with God is. It's so beautiful that literally we can't help but desire it. We can't help but want more of it. It's just like a man when he sees something that his heart flutters for. When he finds himself tucked into the word of God, tucked into the presence of God, he can't help but hunger for more of it. There's a passion that begins to stir up in the inside of us that, that, that leads us craving for more of it, for more of him for more of, of what's tucked inside of that. And so in those things is where we find purpose. In those things is where we find joy. In those things is where we are able to recognize that what is from God and what is from the enemy, discernment is made bold inside of us. It's in those things that we will not find ourselves bowing to masquerade victories, bowing to, to victories where we lose everything where we cannot create anything out of pointless victories. You see, insecurities, when they sink in, it's so easy to abort the mission and cling to excuses. We, I don't know how many times in life we, we turn the corner and come face to face with an insecurity. But I'm telling you, that we don't have to give in to those insecurities. Although we run face to face with it, although sometimes we accidentally slip it back on just due to the, the, the familiarity of it, it doesn't mean that it's something that we have to carry on throughout this journey or have to wear for the rest of our lives. When we meet God in that secret place, when we come to him in prayer and we lean on him and trust, we're able to give that burden over to him. And it's when we lift that burden, or as the word says, when he lifts that burden, we give it onto him and he lifts it up off of us. When that takes place, it's as though we are being coated or covered, better said, in a piece of the armor that is very necessary. Very necessary. We have to walk out, or better yet, have a hunger to walk out this life in peace. There's chaos all around us. There's chaos almost everywhere that we go. But it's up to us. There's, it's up to us, children of God, up to us, those held and wrapped in faith, to seek out the peace of God that surpasses all understanding and carry that with us everywhere that we go. So when we can't comprehend or understand what is happening, go back to that place of prayer Stand firm in that place of faith. Think back on all the times that he's done it for you before. Think about every victory that you have seen with God. Even the victory of how you are where you are today. The victory of who you are today. Even in your worst state, you're better than you were in your previous state. 
prayerfully you've grown, prayerfully you've learned something, prayerfully your cycle, your old cycle has broken. Even if you entered into a new cycle, you were able to witness and can now testify to God showing up on your behalf. I'm sure there's so many times you have faced where you should not have made it out of a certain circumstance or you should not have been able to see today's date or you should not have been able to make it out of that heartbreak, that headache. You should not have been made it, have been able to make it out of that illness, but you did. And see, if you think back on all of those times, it's showing you how God wins the war for you over and over and that should encourage and ignite your faith and you should be able to hold on to that faith and use it for this next battle. And as strong or as tightly as you hold on to that faith, it should encourage your trust, your trust in the word of God. And that alone will cause you to speak it. And once you speak it, the battle is head on. You are now battling a battle that you will win and see the fullness in victory. So my friends, I tell you, I tell you this from experience. I tell you this from the love of my heart. I tell you this from, from the depth of this teaching to not give in to pointless victories. I don't care what the enemy is whispering. I don't care how hard it gets. I don't care what your illness is saying. I don't care how many pills you've been taking. I don't care how low your money is. If these, if the midst of this uh, victory does not come out where you are leaving with spoils, if it does not come out fruitful, but it's leaving you fruitless, then that's not the time to raise your hand in victory. That's your time to stand firm-footed and continue leaning on the word of God. Know that in that place, in that position, the battle isn't over yet. So you must continue to stand. You must continue to lean on the word of God. You must continue to wrap yourself fully in everything he's speaking over you. And don't raise your hand until God says so. Well, that's all I have for you guys on this teaching. I pray that somebody was able to really grab hold of what it means to give up too soon, what it means to throw in the towel too soon, and what it means to hold on a little while longer, what it means when you see a, a, a glimpse of victory, but th that does not look like a victory of wholeness, a victory of fullness, what it looks like where you're able to identify a Pyrrhic victory versus a wholeness victory. I pray that you've gained some understanding, some jewels, some tools to use along the way. 
And so as we close out, I just desire to pray over each and every one of you. Father, right now in the mighty name of Jesus, I come to you on behalf of every listener. Father God, every listener, including self. Father, that we are so strong in our discernment in this season, Lord God, in the seasons to come, Father, that we are able to see and witness whenever we are about to throw in that towel too soon, whenever it is the enemy whispering in our ear that we have won, knowing that the battle is not fully over yet. Father God, I'm asking for the strength to stand. I'm asking that we find our place in truth again, that we find our place in faith again, that we find ourselves finding every piece of armor that is lacked and we begin to put it on and stand firm, Father God. I am asking, Lord God, that you just continue to lead us deeper into your word, deeper into your presence, that you continue to call us out of this place where we are putting on these masks, pretending to be happy, pretending to be full of what you spoke over us, even though we know deep down inside that we are not living that life. Father God, I'm asking that you just rise us up out of that place, raise us up out of that place, Lord God, and call us into a freshness, a newness of your truth, Lord God. Call us into the place that you have already ordained for us, our purposed place. It is in Jesus' name that I pray. Amen. Amen.